Are we like, are we allowed to say this stuff? Say what stuff? Our opinions. Yeah, you're allowed to have opinions, Emma. Okay, that's a first. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special experimental episode of the only writing podcast you will ever need. At least, I think that's what this is called. I'm not sure. This might be that other podcast I was thinking about starting called Free Bird, a podcast about the people who have to track down those pay-to-ride electric scooters in your hometown. Haven't you ever wondered who has to fish those scooters out of a drunk guy's in-ground pool? But anyway... Here at the SVSU Writing Center, we recently expanded our podcasting studio so we could host panel-style discussions on communication-related topics. While we're currently still polishing the rougher edges of our room design, I thought I would share our first test recording. In this recording session, I was joined by three student tutors working in the center, Emma, Taylor, and Gabby, to discuss marketing smaller, lighter machine guns for young gun enthusiasts. I came across this topic when Sam Draga, noted technical communication scholar, posted it on a professional email list for teachers of technical writing. In this recording, our discussion concerns the ethics around small firearms for young people. What are we talking about, Bill? Yeah, I'm kind of scared. Do, okay. I, know, do I know this topic? So, uh, you don't know this topic. <laughs> uh, oh, no. So, so, Gabby knows this topic. Yeah. Um, how can she how not know but know the topic? How are we supposed to... Okay. I don't know if I'm excited for this after the steering wheel incident on Friday. Oh. I laughed so hard. The what? <laughs> the steering wheel. I laughed so hard. Hair dome. He... We, we had to, like, talk about an object for 30 seconds, but we didn't know what the object was, and Bill was pulling these random-ass things out of crates, and I got a steering wheel, and it was... I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Let's go around and introduce ourselves. So uh, I'll, I'll start off. Uh, hi, I'm Bill DeHerter. I'm the director of the Writing Center here at SVSU. And uh, joining us here today, we have Gabby, Taylor, and Emma. And we're going to be talking about a topic. Two of you don't really know what this topic is, um, but Gabby and I do know what this topic is. Uh-huh. And uh, we're just we're going to talk about it. My intention for this little roundtable experiment is to think about ethics and technical communication. Okay, so there's a very famous technical communication scholar. His name is Sam Draga. He was a big contributor in the ethical turn of technical communication. He is very active on the ATTW list for technical uh, teachers of technical writing. And he likes to post these little classroom discussion ideas about ethics. One of the things that he posted was this thing that I'm going to show you. But first, let's go around and introduce ourselves. So Gabby, uh, hi. Hi. Welcome, welcome, to the, welcome to the panel pod. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, what's your major, Gabby? Um, I'm a double major. So uh, one of them is creative writing, and then one of them is professional and technical writing. Okay. And what year are you in? Um, I'm a senior right now, but it's like my first senior year. I'm going to be a double senior because I have to go through so many credits to get both of my degrees. It's a lot. Okay, fabulous. Uh, Taylor. What? What's your major? <laughs> what's your major? Hello. I'm Keep Taylor. Up, Taylor, damn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am also a professional and technical writing major. Okay. And yeah. what year are you in? I am technically a junior. The mentality of a freshman right now. Um, hopefully graduating next May. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Okay. Nice. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, and finally, we have Emma. I'm Emma. I'm a psychology major, junior Ooh. standing. All right. I'm not going into the details because it last takes so week, long. Last week, you were a high schooler. This <laughs> yes. week, you're a junior. Hey, guys, I went to orientation Friday, so technically, I'm a student now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 Emma, Emma's... What? Emma's Emma's great. She's she was Little, part of what is the transition program called? Uh, Great Lakes Bay Early College. Yeah. Oh, oh early yeah. college yeah. program. Yeah. Friends Hell with yeah. Logan. Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. How did how did I not know this? I don't know. That's crazy. I keep to myself. I was an early college kid too, up in Alpena. Nice. Yeah. Do you still talk to Logan? He'll send me random things once in a while, just about yep. me being short, but other than oh, that, same. not really. Same. Just harassment. Yeah, cool. just harassment about my height. Oh, my. All right, so our topic for today is talking about the ethical entanglements around We Won Tactical and their JR-15. I didn't uh, know the name. So, yeah, so We, we Won Tactical. Oh, wait, you lost me at We Won. <laughs> yeah, so We Won Tactical is a company that makes miniaturized assault rifles. Uh, I guess oh. for children. What? So I have <laughs> children have rifles. I, yeah, I have the. I'm confused. I have the web page pulled up here. This is what you first see. Can I subscribe to their e news? Yes, you can. Oh God. Okay. So graphic I, design is someone's passion. It yeah. Seems. So I, I also want to point out this that hurts, Bill. Uh, when you pull it up, it, it gives you like this this image with boy skulls and girl skulls. I love that the skull babies too. Hair extensions. Yeah. No, I Where think it's supposed to those... be babies. They're baby skulls. <sighs> Stop. That okay. seems like it's the opposite so, of what their brand you should be. A graphic mm-hmm. design like, we're responsible for room. killing children. <laughs> Please yeah, buy our products. It's too uh-huh. early, and now we have skull babies. It's mean in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when you first pull open the website, it says, Welcome to the We One website. Are they Art- trying to get kids ready for like a zombie apocalypse or something? I think Maybe. this is like it's all child soldiers, soldiers right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Military gonna, fetishism, but like for babies. Countries yeah. where they have child soldiers. Does that yeah. mean they also have child size like gun cases too? I I don't know about I, the. Accessories. I love the idea of like a baby sniper, like a baby sized sniper perch. Like <laughs> I'm obsessed with this cannon we're creating. So here's here's what it says at the top. Our vision is to develop a line of shooting platforms that will safely help adults introduce children to the shooting sports. Okay, and their top thing is shooting the JR. is a sport. Yeah, JR. I mean, hunting is a sport, but I, is shooting a sport. I, yeah. I, shot I didn't guns. mean to. Yes. Point okay, so Taylor in your is face. holding up the oh. 2018 National 3P Air Rifle Championship water bottle she keeps with her at all times. That's cool. It's my third one, actually. It's her third one. I get one. She showed me to. her stance. It's very impressive. The yeah. way you like cock your hip, it's very intimidating. It's very practiced. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> I shot a gun twice and I went hunting with my grandpa and it just preceded of me sitting in this blind and eating like eight Nutella sandwiches and just nice. falling asleep. <laughs> I love that. There was like a track and field thing at my school one time that like let us shoot bows and arrows and I was too oh weak to do it. <laughs> I like there were these sandbags and like my little arms I couldn't get it all the way so the arrow just went into the ground. It was really pathetic. Never shot a gun in my life. So uh, it says the JR-15 is smaller, safer, and lighter. Okay. It is a 22 caliber long rifle. But it still shoots real bullets, because that's what you told me. Yes. It's a 22, yes. 
the JR-15 is the first in a line of shooting platforms that will safely help adults introduce children to shooting sports. So, I mean, as technical communicators, technical, technical majors, uh, what are your reactions to the ethical implications of this? I do wonder where the safety part is coming in if they're still using actual real-life bullets. You know, because mm -hmm. like even when Taylor was involved in the sport, it's it's an airsoft gun. Like but, it's I not mean, the the affordance would be to put a real bullet in it. Mm hmm. But for why? I shot twenty twos. Did you? You did. As part of this? Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. I shot twenty twos and I shot. Uh, I don't know exact. They're just like little metal pellets, so they're not real bullets in mm -hmm. the other one. But. I don't know how I feel about this. Okay, but what do the pellets do compared to bullets? Like, obviously bullets are worse, but what do pellets do? Is it like, Is it like a paintball where like it no, just kind of like, stings a little bit if it hits you? They're like itty bitty little metal pellets. They're not, I guess I've never really thought about this before. Is it like a bunch of them at once, like like buckshot or? Nope. I don't know, just, just the fact that they're metal pellets just tells me those could go through you. I don't know. <laughs> I guess with the, I mean, yes, you're right. I mean, muskets in the 1500s, they had round bullets. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're saying it could go through you specifically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I am, I am Pointing a, through yeah, you. I'm, I'm constructed of paper. For sure. <laughs> oh Seam. No, I don't think it would be nice to be shot with the metal pellet, no. Okay. I don't think it would go through you, but it would definitely I'd do some harm. damage. Yeah. So it seems to, like, the branding seems to be about, like, creating a culture of safety around these guns. Is that, like, is this also a company that's offering, like, branded safety courses or anything? Or are they marketing specifically to, like, teams of adults that are going to introduce, to, like, like, um, like, are these, like, kind of wholesale vendors for, like, um... Well, they, uh, if we're looking at the website right now, and it, it has a little section that says safety, education, respect, but you click it, and it doesn't go anywhere. That's just like a an image. Mm, um, we need like a... So I don't think they're really pairing this with safety classes as far as I can tell. So like the safety component is... Up to you as a parent. That's shouldn't be in your branding then if you're just <laughs> leaving it up to chance. That doesn't seem right. And how do you get licensed to have one of these guns? That's a good point. Like, these are guns. Yes. Because, sure, the parent can sign for it, but what if the kid doesn't even want to do it? Well, here in Michigan, what, what, what school district was it where we had that, that awful shooting this year? Oxford. Oxford, Oxford right. And um, what happened to the parents? Do you remember? No. No. The parents, the parents were... Uh, prosecuted by the state for, did they go to jail I don't, I don't i don't i know one of them was on the run weren't they well i know what? that I, yeah i thought Whoa. were they found guilty i don't remember I don't know. We i'm could, looking we this could, up yes please google this but i know that they got in trouble for providing too much access to their children well no way really uh to their firearms yeah yeah they were charged judge denies motion to reduce bond so, I mean, oh, if, if the okay. parents are held responsible, can this company be held responsible? Hmm. 
I feel like they would probably have some sort of clause somewhere that would kind of protect them well, from they would if they're yeah. if they're like vendors and this they're making a business yeah. out of this, they're very invested in making sure they're not responsible for yeah. anything that happens to their product, right? I, what? I, I, I what I've... age of kids are they marketing towards, like, these guns? I mean, the baby skulls give us a hint, right? Yeah. This is just a poor like, design of how this sport actually functions. Shit. Like, exactly. It's just a poor, like, even the, what is it, what's the, like, down here? Yeah. Like, the logo itself? Like, mm -hmm. I ain't getting, like, safety, educational American thing. flag going? What, what's that? I don't like that. Yeah, I think I think if I was working for this company and I had to write a manual for the JR fifteen, I'd be I'd be a little freaked out. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like, how do I how do I protect this company from users using this in inappropriate ways? Right. When I learned how to shoot, I was mm, twelve. When I started there, I had to go through a safety course that was brought by the place itself. Mm -hmm. The gun wasn't in my name though; it was just the clubs, you know. So you go and you shoot their guns, and then you didn't like take it home with you or anything. So I'm wondering if that is how this functions. Oh, like this is going to be marketed to a club. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I lived in a school district. Um, we didn't, like growing up, we didn't have the uh, like Martin Luther King Jr. Day off of school, but we did have like the first two days of open season off. Like yeah. it was that kind of town. Um, Kids would sometimes get in trouble for bringing, like, hunting knives to school. There wasn't ever any, like, uh, gun stuff, but there used mm -hmm. to be. Um, like, teachers would talk all the time about, like, you know, when I was your age, I would just, like, um, take my teachers out to, like, the parking lot where all of our trucks were and be like, hey, you want to see my cool hunting rifle? And we we're like, yeah, sure, and it wasn't a big deal. Like, that's a different world that you lived in Um Mr. Sexton, that's crazy. Uh, anyway, I feel like I should know more about this, but I wasn't friends with any of those kids. Well, I mean, um, well, your your point brings up the scenario where somebody could bring this to school as a weapon, right? Um, I'm just saying that, like, the gun culture in the town I grew up in was pretty lax. Like, there <laughs> were a lot of kids who knew how to handle guns, um, and there were a lot of kids who had access to, like, hunting rifles specifically. And would that situation change in any way if they had access to smaller guns that fired rounds faster? You know, those certainly wouldn't be used for hunting. Because if there was one thing that kids at my school were passionate about, it was hunting rifles. And uh, they were very passionate about, um, like, semi-automatic guns and, like, dumb shit like that that mm -hmm. would just destroy any sort of pelt or meat that you would get from an animal. Because, uh, like, hunting competitions were big, too. Mm -hmm. um, like, uh, biggest buck would be, like, strung up in the middle of the town, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, honestly, this would, I don't, it seems like, um, this is just, like, the sportier version of, like, parents who dress their kids up like Harry Potter or whatever. It was like, oh, I'm was, going to imprint my interests onto you by giving you a smaller version Cruiser, of what actually. I like. It's really, it's like Star Cruiser. Like, we're, we're, this, we're all going to cosplay as a family. Yeah. This, and then we're going into this bunker. 
where we're going to be locked in for two days. <laughs> I don't know. This this almost oh seems like a company designed for like a- adults who are already really big into like a gun culture and they want to like mm-hmm. put that upon their children kind but of thing. I, I, I like how you talk about it as culture, right? Um, yeah. Lang- Langdon Winner is another really famous uh, techcom scholar who was involved in this ethical turn in technical communication scholarship, right? Mm-hmm. And he has this really famous article called Do Artifacts Have Politics? Artifacts meaning any sort of material object that we have mm-hmm. around us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it sort of presents this question about guns. Like, are guns just neutral things that people pick up and then use? Mm-hmm. And in the article, he sort of answers the question as, um, yes, artifacts have politics because they emerge from a political system, a system, you know, with with politics imbued in it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then they're picked up and used in, in this way or that way, right? Mm-hmm. By people who make decisions. Right. So, I mean, obviously, this gun is being produced in a, in a, political, a political context, right? Where there's already a culture around it. And then people who belong to certain cultures are, are picking up this website and responding to it in this way or that way. Maybe mm-hmm. they want to buy this gun. Maybe they want to uh, write angry letters to this company, right? Mm-hmm. I think that the way that this website is sort of talking about the JR-15, it, it seems to be putting all the responsibility on anybody but themselves, mm-hmm. on, on the parents. Like, you can take this as part of your culture, and then you just sort of teach people. Yeah, no, it's it's very <laughs> standard, like, NRA, like, the gun lobby rhetoric of, like, we need to imbue people with personal responsibility and yeah. also it's don't put any rhetoric. regulations on our industry, yeah. please, yeah. pretty please. So this, so this individualizing rhetoric, mm-hmm. uh, it, it creates this inaction for for making things potentially safer than than they currently are, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's 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 individualizing. It it is focus. It's locating the problems on the individual instead of on the object or the system that the object emerged from. Mm-hmm. You know? The people literally in charge of making it know okay. they're obviously less responsible for it than the people who buy it, right? I have a <laughs> quote from this website that I think everyone will get a kick out of. Okay, <laughs> it goes swag. For adults and young shooters. The brand is meant to be edgy. We believe it's exciting and will build brand recognition and loyalty. So from this, what I'm getting is they just want people to buy their product to make a profit. They want loyalty to their company. It's definitely designed to appeal to a certain audience. It's not really... They wrote like edgy it's... in all capital letters. Oh, yes. Don't forget the exclamation point. <laughs> edgy. I is... like the swag and the green. What is edgy mm. code for? What does that mean? I mean, trench coat mafia. Is that <laughs> kind of edgy? I mean, <laughs> um, no, this is very confusing. Because I feel like they're trying to emulate. It's how contradictory. Teenagers... They, they come at you with safety and then it. Yeah, and then it goes yeah. to swag. And then it goes to edgy. With the merch. Is that merch? What is that? Yeah, they got merch. That's what I'm saying. It's in the shape of a W, the picture. Yeah. For oh. we. We won. Tactical. We won. I, I, we, we won. won has such like, that's a toddler. Yeah. A we won is a toddler. Yeah. 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 And like this. <sighs> can you bend your finger? You can shoot a gun. <laughs> that's so bad. Uh-oh. I don't like 
I don't like this. If you're old enough to grab onto your parents' finger, you're old enough to learn trigger discipline. Like, yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. My mind just keeps going to, like, the Christmas story when he gets He's going to shoot his eye out. Yeah, yeah. he's going to shoot his eye out. I'm just, I really don't know who this is supposed to be marketed towards, but I also feel like that ambiguity is part of the brand because they don't want to, like, alienate any sort of potential audience. No, the ambiguity, yeah. the ambiguity seems to be permitting them to do business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This definitely seems like it's inhabiting a morally gray area. <laughs> the building brand recognition thing is a bit interesting to me just because, like, are they trying to establish, like, like a get em young kind of base and then they'll kind of have like a, like guns for all ages you know if if that makes sense like um growing up with their sort of clientele so like they're like lifelong customers different sizes of cups at mcdonald's you... <laughs> yeah right um like the grocery like that. stores that have like toy shopping carts for the children you know lifelong oh, yeah. consumer culture yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so this this gets into the staff meeting that we had about hegemony uh, oh, yeah. A couple Hold weeks on. ago, right? Did oh, anyone ever it. actually use the kid-sized drinks at McDonald's, or did their parents just give them, like, the large and medium? I had a kid-sized drink. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I had milk. I never lived through that. <laughs> I, never, I never got Happy Meals either. It was always just like, you get the McDouble small fry bundle because it's cheaper. Whoa. Yeah. You never had the joy of opening the Happy Meal box? No. No wonder you're this way. Well, we talked about ethics. We talked about all of the different communicative choices that they made. I feel like we were just hating on this website. Well, we puzzled over why they made the choices that they did. Yes. Money. Because, okay. It's always Is money. There like a because good... it's, a, it's a company. They're not here to educate. Really, they're not really like there to educate like children. Like I mean, they're trying honestly, to. Yeah, that's how it felt anyway. This was for parents yeah. and coaches. So but yet the logo is like directed towards kids. Yeah. Like, also, I'm is there any like um thing to buy one of these? Like, can I just like pretend like I'm a 12 year old kid and I'm like, oh, I kind of want a gun. I find this website and then I'm like, oh, I'll just put in my parents' information. And then boom, there's a it's gun. It's just at my like house. Uh, purchasing Fortnite V Bucks, but <laughs> real life. <laughs> it says dealer inquiries welcome. What? So, yeah. So I think I, there's a button where you can email them to, oh, to try to that, purchase. Some. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I kind of so, want to go like undercover and try and do this. Is there some kind of vetting okay, process then if it's like email based mm -hmm. instead of like just filling out like um like an order or something or like a, like a little just um, generic form? You have to like email somebody. Well, I think they, they want people who are going to carry these like Walmart or something to email them. Guns aren't always as predictable as we'd like them to be. No. No. Like any technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all struggle with our emails. Right? Oh, I want to I wanna do a podcast on technology and how it's going to ruin all of us. I think it's already Where ruined all of us. Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's it doing now? <laughs> there are still some people convinced that it's for the good of people. Twitter's as, for the good? As long as it's in the Twitter. hands of Silicon Valley, nothing is going to be for the good ever. <laughs> all right. So uh, final thoughts on We Won Tactical? Take it down. Bad. <laughs> Zero okay. out of ten. Would not recommend. Nah, I give them like a two out of ten. The two comes for the trying of the graphic design. You tried. You tried. I hated though how they don't have inside links. Like that would be so much better. Yeah. It just keeps scrolling forever. Uh-huh. I'm I'm all about 
teaching children the importance of safety in guns. I feel like that is a very important thing that people should be made aware of. But I feel like the way that this company branded itself just, I don't know. I didn't like the way that the logo was set up. I didn't like the type of rhetoric that was used Mm -hmm. across it. It just didn't really feel like the intent was true to what they were saying. Incongruous with its own mission statement. Exactly. Yeah. 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 They need some help. Mm -hmm. What's that Tyra Banks uh, TikTok sound that's been going around? I would give you a zero, but that's not possible. So So I'm I'm giving giving you a a one. one. (laughs) (laughs) You get one point for swag. Yes. That's it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well. They are very edgy. I'll give them that much. All right. So that's that's our ruling on Rue One Tactical. They get a one. A one out of who knows. A wee one tactical. Thanks for giving this new episode format a try. The only writing podcast you will ever need is brought to you by the Saginaw Valley State University Writing Center. If you'd like to know more about us or book an appointment to speak to one of our student tutors, you can follow the trail of breadcrumbs I've scattered through the streets of Bay City. Or you can find us at svsu.edu slash writing center. Bye.